0: Welcome to this podcast of Sermons at CUNY United Methodist Church. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, the seventh chapter. Once again, the Lord God spoke to King Azaz. This time he said, ask me for proof that my promise will come true. Ask for something to happen deep in the world of the dead or high in the heavens above. No, Lord, Azaz answered. I won't test you. Then I said, Listen, every one of you in the royal family of David, you have already tried my patience. Now you are trying God's patience by refusing to ask for proof. But the Lord will still give you proof. A young woman is pregnant. She will have a son and will name him Emmanuel. Even before the boy is old enough to know how to choose between right and wrong, he will eat yogurt and honey, and the countries of the two kings you fear will be destroyed.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the first chapter. This is how Jesus the Christ was born. A young woman named Mary was engaged to Joseph from King David's family. But before they were married, she learned that she was going to have a baby by God's Holy Spirit. Joseph was a good man and did not want to embarrass Mary in front of everyone, so he decided to quietly call off the wedding. While Joseph was thinking about this, an angel from the Lord appeared to him in a dream. The angel said, "'Joseph, the baby that Mary will have is from the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and marry her.' Then, after her baby is born, name him Jesus." because he will save his people from their sins. So the Lord's promise came true, just as the prophet had said, A young woman will have a baby boy, and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. After Joseph woke up, he and Mary were soon married, just as the Lord's angel had told him to do. But they did not sleep together before her baby was born. Then they named him Jesus.
2: Love makes us do strange things. In fact, I would argue that love can actually jerk you around. It is really quite powerful. And I think it jerked Joseph around a little bit. (laughs) Because everything was going so well for Joseph. His family had arranged a good marriage. He had gone with his parents to Mary's house where they were betrothed, and they'd gone through this wonderful betrothal ceremony, almost as good as a wedding. And he was delighted. Mary was faithful, and she came from a good family. And being a descendant of King David, he, of course, expected nothing less. They were quite young, which was normal at the time. And so, after the betrothal, they went back to married life, and or to to normal life, and they continued growing up. Marriage would be in a few years. And for Joseph, this most important piece of his life was settled. And he looked forward to a wonderful marriage where love and family would grow. And then everything changed. Mary was pregnant. For a girl like Mary, there could only be one reason that she was raped. And Deuteronomy chapter 22 gives provisions for something like this. It says, if it happened in the city where the girl could cry out for help, then both the rapist and the girl are stoned to death. And if she's found pregnant in the country where she would not have been heard crying for help, Only the rapist would be stoned to death. But either way, Mary's honor had been dealt a death blow. She was no longer a virgin. She was not marryable. This was not the life he imagined. This was not the life that Joseph wanted. Everything was different and nothing was settled anymore. And his heart broke for Mary. Because other than faith, honor is really all you've really got. And her honor would never recover. So, maybe he could blunt the blow. So out of respect, out of love, he called off the wedding as quietly as he could. Things were settled again but Joseph's heart was heavy. He had done the best he could, but this life he dreamed of with Mary was over. This marriage he had been looking forward to for years was gone. And then an angel came to him in a dream. An angel came to him in a dream. It was just like like Jacob, his ancestor who had dreamed of angels going up and down on a, on a stairway to heaven. And like Joseph, Jacob's son, the ones who saved his people from the famine by taking them to Egypt, Joseph had a dream of sheaves of wheat bowing to him in the field. An angel had come to Joseph in a dream. It was a messenger of God. Could it even be believed? Things weren't settled after all. God told Joseph to go ahead and marry Mary. That life he dreamed of could still happen. Something bigger than him was happening. He had to go against the law in order to obey the angel, but he would do it. And could it be true that Mary's baby really was from the Holy Spirit? And that this baby would save the people from their sins, from all the ways that people reject God? Well, it would be fitting. You know, hundreds of years before, the prophet Isaiah, who we heard Pat speak of, Isaiah had said a young woman was pregnant as a sign. It was a sign that King Ahaz had refused to ask for. That Ahaz. He was not faithful and he had no honor. He didn't follow the law. He didn't follow God. He offered sacrifices to idols. He even sacrificed his own son. And then when the armies were getting ready to invade Did he call out to God for help? No. He called to Assyria. He called to the powers and principalities of that day to come save them. And then Isaiah, a true prophet of God, went to Ahaz, reminded him as king, you're to call out to God for help. God will help. Ask for a sign. Ask for anything. And then Ahaz with his false humility. Oh no, I won't test God because Assyria's coming. Got no worries. Don't need God. But God's going to give a sign anyway. God's going to give a sign. A young woman, pregnant, giving birth to a son. Could it be Mary? Could she be that sign that God is with us? The angel said so. Joseph loved God. And Joseph loved Mary. And soon Joseph would love that baby boy that he had been told to name Jesus. Things had changed. Love had jerked him around. First one thing, then another, then another. This was never where he thought love would take him. When he dreamed of his life with Mary, he imagined she would be faithful. He hoped she would be wonderful. But he never dreamed that she would be the mother of God. He had never dreamed that God would call her to something so important, but God did. Jesus would save the people from their sin and Mary would birth him and raise him. And Joseph got to be her husband. He got to be her husband and raise that boy. Could anything be more wonderful? Mary's following the call of God changed the world because any time any of us follow the call of God, it changes the world. And Joseph followed that call too. Some would call this that Joseph submitted himself humbly to his wife's God-given calling. Others would call it Faith, trust, enlightenment. I think Joseph called it love. Because love will make us do strange things. Love's powerful like that. Love will even jerk us around. Love will drive us to places we never expected to go. Love will drive us to the poor because we see God's image in them. Love will drive us to the vulnerable, because we can feel God's protection of them. Love will drive us to the marginalized and the oppressed, because God is right there with them. Love will drive us to the lonely, because we feel God's love for them. God will make us do strange things. God will make us treat all people with respect. Even our enemies, even those we disagree with, even on social media. God will make us sacrifice for the cause of peace because God loves everyone. And God will make us value our own needs because God so deeply values each one of us. In this Christmas season, Sometimes I wonder if the secular folks remember a wisdom that we have forgotten. Because if you ask a non-Christian about the spirit of Christmas, they will talk about love and about understanding and about peace. Even when they don't want a sign from God, they have still been given those signs of love and understanding and peace. And so we follow God's call. We radically love all because we have personally experienced this radical love from God. We worship fully because we have personally experienced a radical love from God. We spend less because we love and trust God more than any thing. And we give more of ourselves because God has shown us that it is the very best that we have to give. Love makes us do strange things. Love always has. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening. This podcast is preached almost always by our pastor, Rev. Mia Crossway. CUNA United Methodist Church is a community on a mission to make disciples for the transformation of the world. To support this podcast and the missional priorities of this church, go to cunaumc.org and click on Give. Any amount helps. And if you're kind enough to share your contact information with us, we'll continually send you things.